Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. I'm brought to you by Bet Rivers. Check out the latest lines from the world of sports. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Joel Klatt will join us in 20 minutes as we get you ready for the Ohio State University. Welcome in University of Oregon uh, this week. This uh, Saturday, tomorrow on Fox Plus, we get the Sahawk uh, Trophy, Iowa State, Iowa. He's called many a Big Ten, many a Big 12 game. Get his thoughts on that epic showdown in Ames, Iowa. All right, uh, I got a bunch to get to. Uh, Cam Newton posted like a 75-minute YouTube explanation video. John Middlecoff will join us next hour, three and out podcast. Uh, Scan Orlando Scandrick a star defensive back for the Dallas Cowboys once upon a time. Uh, he's got a new podcast out, and uh, I'm going to ask him about the Cowboys defense specifically, but also about all the different things that took place in last night's game. Let, let's start there. In case you didn't know, DJ Khaled thinks that Tom Brady wins a lot, right? I mean, literally, it feels like every year on repeat. It feels... It feels a lot like Groundhog Day. It just does. As the Buccaneers kind of survived the Cowboys. Some bizarre missed, a missed extra point. A couple missed field goals from Legatron in the first half. And the Cowboys obviously had to chase it a little bit after that. You miss an extra point, you got to chase points sometimes. But the Buccaneers on a late field goal end up winning the game. Lots of discussion about this game. Um... I'll just say this in regards to the no call on what some people wanted offensive pass interference. 
back when we had replay, what was that, two seasons ago, right, where you could replay, I said this, and it's a big issue with how we even play replay in the home, in the, in the television owners' homes, which is this. When does the pass interference actually begin? Or when, does, when do we start evaluating each one-on-one matchup? Because if you watch the play, the defense is holding. That's why the offense has to push off in order to get open. Was there a push off? I guess. But some of it is, get off me. I, you're holding me. I'm trying to catch the football. So it's like, could you call it? Yeah, but you could also call uh, defensive holding, which preceded the offensive pass interference. And, and while I don't, I don't agree with the idea, well, just let them play at the end of a game. Let them, let the players decide. Like, look, if you grab a dude and you pull him down, you make it so he can't catch the football, you have, in fact, decided the game. You've decided you were going to get beaten. You, you took a penalty instead. But in the context of this particular play, when if you don't call the first foul, at some point you got to let it go, right? Because that's a reaction to the first foul. Happens in basketball all the time. Defense gets close, offense pushes off. If the defense, you know, violated uh, verticality, if it gets into your airspace and fouls you before the actual contact of a push-off, it's a defensive foul. And if you miss it, then you also have to swallow the whistle on the push-off. This is what we see. But I think the bigger issue a lot of people are missing. Actually, there's a couple issues. When you only give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott three times in the first half, is some of it your offensive line? Sure, not having Zach Martin. Is some of it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line? Sure, they're awesome. But some of it is an obvious white flag to the idea of, hey, you know what? Zeke in that good or in that good anymore. And the Cowboys massively overpaid for a running back that they didn't have to pay. They blinked, they flinched, and though they didn't give the biggest salary in the NFL, it was enough money where it's wasted money right now. That said, um, Dak looked good. After his shoulder warmed up, he looked really good. And yet, here we are again with the Cowboys and their defense not truly being dependable. But the bit, my biggest takeaway is something that I've been listening all day and I haven't heard anyone else admit. You know, last year with the Tampa Buccaneers, there were, there's a lot now of, of, hey, we all missed it. Hey, they were the best team. It just took them a while to get together. Yada, yada, yada. What's the reality to it? Well, the reality to it is the Buccaneers have always been talented and Bruce Arians, you know, Bruce Arians has always been able to, uh, to get guys to perform, especially on the offensive side of the ball, going back to his days in Pittsburgh, of course, in Indy when he was the interim coach, when he was in Arizona, and what he's done in Tampa. But last night, you know, last night, I, I, you lose the turnover battle, you're asking to actually get beat. And it's not just about losing the turnover battle. It's also about just overall kind of sloppiness. And that's also a Bruce Arians MO, if you will. Like Bruce Arians has never been a sweat the details sort of fella. He just hasn't. And I, I thought that was a pretty obvious look. And it had to be a frustration for Brady. And Brady supposedly came in. Well, you know, Tom Brady says it and everybody does it and they just fall in line. But the reality is it's not just who your head coach is. It's what your team is, right? And what your team is, is really based mostly on your quarterback, but also your coach. And when your coach is not a detail guy, your team's not going to be a detail team. That, that's just, it couldn't be any simpler than that. Sure, the Cowboys couldn't run it. Neither could Tampa. Tom Brady did have two interceptions. They lost the turnover battle by three, and yet they won the game, at least partially because suddenly Greg Zerline, Greg the leg, seemed to have a little bit of the yips at at a a portion of time in the game. 
He kind of righted the ship, but boy, that ball was really pulling left. But it's, it should be impossible. I mean, literally impossible for not to point out that the Buccaneers were classically sloppy the way that the Buccaneers are classically sloppy. That, that's just the only way to, you know, only way to point it out. That while some of those turnovers are on the wide receivers and on Tom Brady, it's also fair to point out these are things that have happened to Tampa in the past. These are things that have happened. Um, these are things that have happened when Bruce Arians coaches teams in the past. Look, they're super, super talented. And Tom Brady, I, I have no Whatever those guys are, Ian, Alex Guerrero, are concocting, and you're not really going to see the, the wear and tear of age in week one. But the fact is, he looks really good. And the Buccaneers looked really good. And he got the ball back, and he's like, he went to Tom Brady mode. Right? He went to uh, over-the-top, turn, the turn the hat backwards, I'm going to win this game sort of mode. And he was helped out greatly by Greg DeLeg missing a couple of kicks. But you turn it over that often, you have that kind of sloppiness, you're going to get yourself beat, and that is also the M.O. for Bruce Arians teams, especially in the regular season. They're the first team in 81 years to win after losing the turnover battle by three turnovers and giving up 30 first downs. Bucks had four turnovers, 11 penalties, and at least six drop passes. But the 11 penalties, the drops, the turnovers, that, that's coaching. It just is. There's a reason that Belichick's teams are generally the lowest penalized team in the league year to year because of coaching. And while you're Bruce Arians, you let your guys get away with stuff, you almost got yourself beat. Here's Mike McCarthy on the no call, by the way. I think when it comes down to tight plays in a game, if it's ticky tack, I think you're better, you know, uh, I would have taken a call. You know, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't ask them to pick the flag up, but, uh, you know, I think, I, you know, holding penalties and things in clutch time, I, you know, I, I think it's, uh, I think when they, it has to be a real foul there, you know, so I, I didn't see it. That's, that's Mike McCarthy saying something which you rarely hear the losing coach not questioning a call. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews 
with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Orlando Scandrick will join us shortly. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive back. Got a new podcast with T.J. Hushmanzada. Uh, we'll get to that. First, let's get to some picks. I want winners. Well, we got them. Touchdown! Five NFL. Five college. Five on three. One, two, three. Five. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go, five. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Cyhawk Trophy. Huge, huge game. Huge, huge game. Iowa, Iowa State, in Ames, Iowa. Cyclones, the Hawkeyes, thus the Cyhawk trophy at stake. Iowa's a a four-and-a-half-point dog. They dominated a a run-pass threat last week in uh, Penix, the kid from Indiana. And that's how Iowa State plays. Iowa looked like the real deal on defense. I think Iowa wins straight up, but if you're going to give me four-and-a-half points, I'll take them. I'll take him. I don't even tease him. I'll take him. Give me Iowa. Um, Oklahoma State's taking on Tulsa. Only a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. That's because there's some question as to whether or not Spencer Sanders gets the start. He missed last week's game, a game which they did not cover against Missouri State, and and he should be the starting quarterback. I'm going to bet Gundy starts and plays him. He's just a much better athlete than Illingworth. I'm going to take Oklahoma State, lay the 12-and-a-half points, and and be good with it. Purdue takes on UConn, who's terrible. Uh, it was an easy pick last two weeks ago against Fresno State. Last week they lost at home to Holy Cross. They won double A. Now a Big Ten team comes in in Purdue. This will not be competitive, and obviously a thirty point four point line. But when Randy Etzel abruptly retires before this game, they're going to get smashed, smashed. Give me Purdue. Okay, give me Purdue. You give me Purdue or you give me death. Um, All right, I got one more that I'm going to get to. Oregon and Ohio State. Washington, Jimmy Lake's second game as head coach after losing to Montana. Montana better than you think, but so too is Michigan. Michigan wins 47-14 to last week, but you know, nobody wants to buy in 
to Michigan football. They played uh, two different quarterbacks. You know, they had um, Blake uh, Corum run for, it was 111 yards, thoroughly dominant over Western Michigan. I just, they're only a six and a half point favorite. Washington's not good. I don't like their offense. And because of that, I'm going to take Michigan to win and Michigan to cover. All right, Oregon taking on Ohio State on Fox. The, the disrespect for Oregon is a 14-and-a-half point dog considering how competitive last week was for Ohio State. Plus, you got a young quarterback for Ohio State. Uh, I think this is a close game. Doesn't mean Ohio State doesn't win. Ohio State loves close games. But this is not a 14-and-a-half point game. Give me Oregon. I will easily take the points there. All right, let's get to the NFL, shall we? Chargers taking on the football team. I've been telling you all year, Chargers top five talent in the league. And I think Austin Eckler plays. If Austin Eckler plays, essentially they're a healthy football team. One point dog at Washington. I know it's an early start. First game for your head coach. Not your first game for your sophomore quarterback. I'll take the Chargers over the football team. Um, I'm Later on in my picks, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, just like I used yesterday when I picked the Cowboys in the number. Is... Very few games are decided by more than a touchdown in the NFL. That said, the Lions stink. Stink. And the Niners, I think they're going to be really good. They're eight-point favorites on the road in the fast fast surface. I'm going to take the Niners to win and the Niners to cover. Here's one I don't totally get. Colts, Seahawks. Colts at home, playing on the fast surface, taking on the Seahawks. Colts are three-point dogs. Is it our, we don't believe in Carson Wentz, but we've seen Carson Wentz play in this offense previously and win a super and, and be an MVP candidate. Um, I'm going to take the Colts to win as a home underdog. Colts underdog. The Packers are three and a half point favorites over the Saints. I don't think this is particularly competitive. You know, I know Jameis can throw it and can spin it, but he does throw it to the other team. Uh, you lose all home field advantage when you're playing in Jacksonville, and the Packers are an elite, talented team. Give me the Packers. All right, I got one more here for you that I think you'll like. Um, the Steelers are taking on the Bills, and everybody is crazy, crazy about the Bills, rightfully so. Josh Allen, MVP candidate, a team that's now, you know, Show them that they can win in the playoffs. An outstanding defense. But let's not sleep on the Steelers. And T.J. Watt and Ben Roethlisberger being back. And Najee Harris being their starting running back. It's not that I think they beat the Bills. But again, a six and a half point line feels like they think ben, Big Ben won't be ready. Big Ben is ready. Steelers are ready. I'll take the Steelers to cover. There's my, there's my picks. Five on three. One, two, three. There it is. Five NFL, Let's go five. five college, five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Boom! All right, let's, uh, um, he played 12 years in the league, 10 of those with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he's a guy that can, can, can teach you things about football you had no idea exists. That's why their new podcast is called About the Game with TJ Hushmanzada. It launched last week. He's Orlando Scandrick. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Scan, thanks so much for joining us. Let, let me let, let's let's start with the most obvious. Was that OPI? Um, first of all, I'm gonna say thank you for having me on, Doug. It's a pleasure always. And I, I think it was a bang bang play. I don't think it was OPI because I think the DB was already falling backwards when the when the receiver came back to the ball. I think the receiver planted and came back to the ball. I don't think the DB the DB did, and he was already drifting backwards. So I don't think that was a necessary. Like, necessary contact to get open. I think he still gets open without it, so I don't I don't think you make that call right there. Plus, and again, you lived it. We just watch it. But, I mean, like, look, they're hand-fighting and holding each other, and so it, it looks more like a push when you could easily could have called defensive holding before that. Could you not? Uh, probably. It would, have, it would have probably been DPI because the ball was in the air. But I think um, with, with them allowing the hand-fighting, and I don't think that him getting his arm off of him was what actually created the separation. I think the DB didn't have a chance. If you look at which foot he planted off of, he didn't even have a chance to plant off of that the inside foot and go back and redirect. So he was already falling backwards. 
It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Orlando Scandrick. Um, all right, but in, in totality, how do you think the Cowboys looked? Uh, one more time on the here. Yeah, I'm sorry. How do you think the Cowboys looked? I mean, obviously they lost the game, but how did they look? Um, I, I think they looked good um, offensively. I think uh, Dak looks good. I think um, that came and answered a lot of questions that people may have. I don't think that they have established their actual identity. I think they have one of the best running backs in the NFL, and you have to find ways to get them the ball. I think I don't think they were confident that they can run the ball against the Bucks. So I think they thought that they were going to rely on the shoulder of Dak. Um, I know they all realize that you're not going to get four turnovers a game. You're not going to win the turnover margin plus three like that. And I think it's painful when you win the turnover margin by plus three and you lose. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, now one of the turnovers was a Hail Mary, right? I mean, it was a Hail Mary at the, at the end of the first half. Also, the, you, you miss a field goal, a, make, a very makeable field goal, and you miss an extra point. And that dramatically changes how it looks at the end of a game. Um, but, you know, Dan Quinn comes in, different defensive style, adds some pieces to it. End of the day, is it enough? Because they, they can score points. Do you think they'll be able to stop, stop, uh, to stop anybody? I think they got two good defensive ends. Um, I think they're 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 going to struggle until they find some dominant forces in the middle. I think they struggle to push the pocket. Um, they struggle to push the pocket. I think it was very rare that they got Brady off the spot. I think they probably got him off the spot maybe once or twice. And I, I don't think that they looked particularly well on defense. Uh, also, I know you say that they missed the field goal and they missed the extra point, but the difference between the Bucks and the Cowboys is the Bucks score touchdowns in the red zone. The Cowboys settle for field goals. That's a huge difference. That's a it's a it's it's a great point. All right, what about the, what about the Buccaneers? Um, look, some of it is the Cowboys' talent, but they also gave they got, gave up a bunch of points and and yardage to the Cowboys. Their front is nasty. Cowboys couldn't run the football, but they're many people's favorite to repeat as champions. When you see the Buccaneers, what do you think? I think they have a great football team. I think they have uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, they were, they're they're going to have to get healthy um, on the back end. They had two of their five starters, and I'm going to say five starters because I can count the nickel as a starter. They had two of their five starters that were out, you know, by the second quarter, and um, Sean Murphy bunting and Whitehead. So I think it kind of showed that they were playing with some backup guys and some guys that maybe have a little bit of less cohesiveness with the unit, and then they were forced into playing Jamel Dean into a little bit more action than they may have probably wanted to play him in. And, you know, I think as their young pass rusher and, you know, their veteran pass rushers, as they all start to get back into true shape, you know, I think that was kind of that Super Bowl hangover. You know, they finished late. I'm sure everybody got a late start back to working out, and now they'll get going as they did last year, and they'll get better over time. And I think – Defensively, you know, Todd Bowles will make the necessary adjustments, and I think they're going to be just fine. Um, the Cowboys are a great offense, but I don't – I mean, when you throw the ball 58 times, you're going to throw for some yards. Um, Derwin James is back for the Chargers. I've had people in the NFL say, you know, look, there's – Aaron Donald's probably the best player in the league, I mean, definitely the best defensive lineman in the league and just dominates games. But if there's, a, if there's that next tier, Derwin is, is in it. Considering his versatility, do you, does he make that much difference with the team? Can one guy like a Derwin make that much difference with the Chargers? I think he does. I'm excited to see him healthy. Um, hopeful that he can make it through a whole year. When I was in Kansas City, one of my last years in the league, just to play against him, played him once. He got hurt the second time. But when we played him in the first game of the season, like he was just a game changer. He was everywhere. Um, he was all over the field. They line him up at so many different positions. and I think he's definitely a game changer. And now that they got Bosa healthy, and then they got a new, another year under belt with, with Tiller, Tiller, Tillery, I believe his name is. Yes. And um, they got Asante Samuels Jr. They're going to have Chris Harris healthy. I mean, I'm really excited to watch the, San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers. Sorry, yep. I call myself not San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. Marcus Peters went down with an ACL yesterday. And look, anytime you lose a starting corner, it hurts you. But considering the way that Baltimore plays, right, where their corners really challenge you, and I mean, look, you're gonna get you're gonna get dusted some sometimes. How much do you think that changes the Ravens losing a guy of of his talent? I think it's gonna I think it's gonna hurt them a lot. I don't think it's gonna change them. The Ravens are who they are. They've been that way for a long time, and you know they're one of those teams that pride themselves on depth, drafting well, and you know the next man up. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they handle the situation, not only with Marcus Peters, 
but with their running backs, you know, their running back situation is kind of scarce. They have to bring two guys, well, one guy, Le'Veon Bell, off the street, and then to bring another guy from a, another team. And when the run is such a vital part of what they do, is it's going to be uh, different. It's going to be a challenge for them at the beginning of the season. No, no, no question about it. It can be a a massive a massive challenge. Um, the the Packers, you know, you got Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers on his Instagram saying it's the last dance. They got a lot to do. They've been in the NFC Championship game uh, two consecutive times, and many people believe they have the makeup to get back to that level, Super Bowl level. How difficult do you think it will be, though, considering there is the thought that this is Rodgers' last season in Green Bay? I think uh, I look to see Aaron have laser focus. Um, I look to see A-Rod be A-Rod. He had one of his best years of his career last year. He's going to continue to get better. But, you know, there's 31 other teams gunning for the Super Bowl. And I think, I know he may be saying it's his last dance, but I'm pretty sure he's kind of approaching it as a one day at a time, you know, one step at a time mentality. And, you know, it'll be exciting to watch him this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are are a strong football team, really strong football team. The Dallas Cowboys have a strong offense. And then when you look at some of the other, like, wild cards in the NFC, you know, what do you get out of the Giants? What are you going to get? What are you going to get out of the Washington football team? What are you going to get out of Seattle Seahawks? You know, it's going to be it's going to be a challenge. What are you going to get out of a healthy San Francisco 49er team? Sure. I mean, Nick, Nick Bosa is a stud. That, that defense is outstanding. And, and obviously, they can, when they can run the football, they're terrific. Um, You've played against them both. How big an upgrade is Stafford over golf? Matthew Stafford's a damn good player. And uh, Jared Goff was a younger player. He's still a talented player. Matthew Stafford hasn't faced this type of pressure that he's going to be facing playing in this type of market um, with that window closing of you know his prime years. But I do think it's an upgrade. But I think some of the same things that makes Matthew Stafford good are some of the same things that makes him bad. He forces a lot of balls. He trusts his arm a lot. And, you know, in a McVay-like system, it's kind of so systematic that you got to kind of take what the defense gives you. you know, you're going to have your chance to take big shots, but you got to take what the defense gives you to set up those big shots. Orlando Scandra joining us on the Doug Gottlieb. She's got a new pod. It's called uh, About the Game. It's with our guy, T.J. Hushmanzada. All right, so were you and Hush boys when you guys were both in the league? We were. We trained together during the lockout year um, over at, it was at the time, it was API in Carson, California. Yep. That's a, it's the StubHub Center now. It was the Home Depot Center at the time. And, you know, we've, we've been close since then. Um, kind of was able to lean on T.J. throughout my whole career, still able to lean on him throughout the next phase of the career, of the career that I'm embarking in my life. I'm considering my brother, and I'm totally looking forward to it. Check us out on About the Game. It's by Spotify, at Apple, YouTube. You know, DJ's the best, dude. Plus, I mean, he's like the best guy, you know? Like the the absolute, the, like top 10 human beings of guys. And he's, his his personal story is amazing. So are you guys just breaking, it's about the game. So you just break down the games? I mean, we just, we just, no, it's not even games. We talk to agents. We talk to players. Um, talk to coaches, general managers. We'll have all of the guests on. We'll just talk about the game on all facets, on all phases, and like all parts of the game, on the field, off the field, in the locker room, at home, how is it managing the family. It's going to be really intense. It's going to be raw. It's going to be uncut. It's going to be behind the scenes. It's going to be what everyone's looking for. Um, okay, Cam Newton gave us his own version of what he thinks went down in New England. I guess my question is this, like, in it he said, hey, I didn't get beat out. It's my aura, you know, which I, I understand an MVP as a backup, but, I, I you know, like, I, he's basically telling the world he doesn't think he can be a backup. Will Cam Newton play in the NFL this year? Not sure, but I don't think that he said he didn't get beat out. I think he said that he thought – he felt like they thought that he would be a distraction and as a backup. Um, I think he, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. He said he would have been more than happy to be the backup. He didn't think that Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots thought it was the best idea. And I don't know. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to go in this thing to be a backup for Cam. I mean, his skill set is so unique. Um, I think he'd have to be a 
a backup on a team that was similar that did similar things to what he does well, because um, he has a, such a unique skill set. Yeah, no, he he did say he didn't think he got beat out. All the rest of the stuff you said is accurate. Where he said I would have been the backup, I have no problem with it, you know. But they they didn't they didn't want that. They didn't even ask him about it. But he did he did slide in there like I didn't think I got beat out. It was it was more about when he was away from the team, and he felt like it was a foregone conclusion because Mac was a first round pick. Which I, you know, I mean, all, I think these... I think what what played into it a little bit, Doug, was you know that. Last year they got off to a decent start. Cam catches COVID, um, misses games, puts him behind the eight ball. This year, um, he chooses to not get vaccinated. Has a little bit of a miscommunication in the mix up and the new COVID policy rules and that type of thing. Is you just don't want to make it a distraction. So I think they made an organizational decision to just move forward with Mac Jones, who, when they drafted, they knew was going to be the future of their franchise. You got to respect that. Um, I think they. I think their timing of maybe releasing Cam was a little bit off because of so deeply in the camp, but I think their hands were kind of tied, and I think that decision was made after that second COVID mix-up. Yep, I, I, I completely agree with you on, 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 on all fronts. Scan, great stuff, man. Uh, love to have you back on. Can't wait to hear the pod. Of course, I, I'll already talk to TJ, but if you do before I do, tell him I said what's up, and we'll, we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you, Doug, man. Enjoy your day. All right, that's Orlando Scandrick. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcast live from sunny Southern California every day. Do you guys have thunderstorms where you are last night? We had like lightning and thunderstorms in uh, Orange County, California, which like I get it. If you listen to me in the Midwest, you're like, okay, and? Like I'm telling you that never happens. Did you... Um, Byer, did you guys have a thunderstorm last night? A little monsoon? Uh, no, flow? we did not. But a little further east, uh, there were there were some uh, there were some rumbles. Crazy, yeah, in the Palmdale Lancaster area. So Palmdale Lancaster, that's that's Paul George country. Yes, right? it is. Antelope Valley, right? That's Antelope Valley. Yeah, yeah they they did get some over there, but actually, you could see the clouds in the distance. Because, and for those that don't know, I'm north of the city. Doug is south. South, of, yes, yeah, yes. So. Yes. So uh, you're by Six Flags. I'm by Disneyland. That's probably yeah. the easiest way for people who come into town. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, are you familiar with the stages of grief? Right. You guys familiar with the stages of grief? There's five stages of grief. There's uh, the first stage of grief is denial, then there's anger, then there's depression, then there's bargaining, then there's acceptance. That's the five. That's the five. Uh, Cam Newton was cut. It's the second time he's been released in his career. This time, of course, kind of a healthy scratch, if you will. And um, he had a long post. Was it like 75 minutes long? Yeah. And uh, he was on his YouTube show, Freaky Friday, sitting down with his dad, he said this about Mac Jones. But let me say this, though, because it's giving me, like, retirement vibes. Like, <laughs> this ain't that. You know what I mean? This is, so let's, this, let's cut the, this let's is cut not to that. the chase. Like, I know we, we know. Your career I gotta is let, not over. Absolutely not. Okay, so this is my, my career is not over. He said this about being told by the Patriots he was getting cut. Matt, Patricia was there. Bill was there. And we greeted each other and we just started talking. And at that time, they told me that they were going to, you know, give the range to Matt. And I was like, okay, cool, da 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 And it didn't dawn on me that I was like, y'all, this is it. y'all releasing me? You know what I mean? Did you ask or you just said no, that? I was, just, I was confused yeah, yeah, because, yeah, you know, yeah, Bill was, yeah. I mean, we all were shocked. Yeah. Um, here's why he thinks he was released. The reason why they released me is because indirectly I was going to be a distraction without if, being a starter. Without being a starter. Yeah. And this was but not how? Come, verbally or in the locker room. Just my aura. Okay. Just my aura. And and that's just and I told you this off camera. That's my gift and my curse. That's my gift and my curse is my aura. Um and, and I I do think there's some truth to it. Here here was his take on being a backup 
and how it would have impacted The truth of the matter is this. He would have been uncomfortable. You have to understand. You are too. intimidating presence now. That is true. Yeah. And it comes by mere fact of me being me. Like when you would see a practice clip of me dancing or them playing music, man, if you put a, a hidden camera of me in my kitchen and you play some music, I'm still going to be bobbing my head yeah, listening yeah, yeah. to the music in the car. Yeah, That's just how yeah. I get myself going. Matt Jones didn't beat me out. Yeah. But I would have been a distraction knowing that if he, if they would have gave him the starting role, they knew, you know, the perception that they would have had. Okay. That's denial. Okay. Look, at some point he'll get to acceptance. It might be even 20 years. Okay. Mac Jones did beat him out. He didn't beat out Cam Newton, MVP Cam Newton. He didn't beat out MVP, uh, first overall pick Cam Newton. He beat out Cam Newton. They felt like Mac Jones gave them the best opportunity to win. And this whole idea of him being a distraction while being a distraction. <laughs> I would have been distracted, not because of your aura, because you can't even accept the fact that you got beaten out. And you have a YouTube show called Freaky Friday. And because you are, in fact, a distraction. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind that you could that Cam Newton could be a backup for 10 more years in this league. And, and we've said this before. This was the problem with, and I, I know they're completely dissimilar in terms of uh, personality types. Cam is gregarious. Colin Kaepernick, this was his problem. Colin... If you remember, the one team he visited after the Niners cut him was the Seattle Seahawks. And I'm sure Russell Wilson didn't want him there because it was a bit of a distraction. But the big thing was he wanted to be a starter. Everybody wants to be a starter, but it's how you present yourself. Cam Newton presented himself as, look, look, I'm just going to be a backup. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to enjoy the process. If they want me to play, if Mac needs to sit for a while, whatever, then I'll stay. It's not your aura, it's you. And you know what you're doing by with these comments? You're actually giving more fuel to the fire of your career might be over because you're not actually good enough to be a starter and you're too full of yourself to be a backup. The job of the backup quarterback is to be seen, not heard. The job of the backup quarterback is to do one thing and one thing only. Every week, get the starter ready. His ego is so out of control, like he doesn't even know. Bro, you didn't throw for 100 yards four times last year. 100 yards. This is the second team that cuts you. Ron Rivera, who you, who you took to the Super Bowl, has... He traded for your backup, Kyle Allen. Cam's like, he didn't beat me out. Yeah, that's going to do wonders. Wonders for your image in the league. Oh, man, they're lining up to come get you. He didn't beat me out. It's my aura. And I'm not denying that Cam Newton, he does. He blocks out the sun. He's a gigantic human being with a huge smile. And guys do, in fact, like him. But if he wants to be a backup quarterback, you, hey, I can't, I'm not going to do the YouTube post. If I do, it'll just be fun. Just talking about other stuff, not about football. And I'm just going to get Mac Jones ready every week. He chose not to do so. It just the, the whole, the, <laughs> I mean, he's the guy who's like, man, there was a big fire that I put out. Well, how'd the fire start? Well, I started it, but I put out that fire. That's who he is. And, and I'm not disrespecting Cam in terms of what he's accomplished and how people feel about him in the league. But if, if you're not humbled by being cut twice, the team you took to the Super Bowl, and then the Patriots, when you have Mac Jones as your backup, and nothing's going to humble you. clearly doesn't know or want to be a backup and the starting jobs are limited in terms of people who think he could do it. 
Ram is redefining what a truck can be. Start with the Ram 1500. With a wide range of workhorse engines paired with versatile features, this showstopper is built to last. Learn more about what Ram has to offer at RamTrucks.com. I'll tell you what I think about the Big 12, adding BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and Central Florida. That upcoming next, but first... Bet River Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch right on your phone. Bet Rivers features top tier customer service where they're ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, they have this unique rush pay system. Bet River Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Your customer satisfaction is always their number one priority, and Bet River is going to match your first deposit up to 250 bucks. So, unlike some other sports books, Bet Rivers only requires a one time pay through to turn bonuses into cash. Experience the difference for yourself. Go to betrivers.com. That's betrivers.com. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana. West Virginia or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.